Welcome to Corandeo Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Dani Ramos, and this is Luis Munoz. We don't have anything on schedule. <laughs> we don't have anything on front of us. We don't have any notes, any topics, so let's see what happens. Yeah. So, Louis, ask mm. me a question. Whatever you've been dying to ask me for the last five minutes since we've been thinking, let's record something in five minutes before yeah. the person that we're going to interview gets here. <laughs> I think the, the best thing to ask you is uh, something we've been talking about a little bit here and there. Um, let's talk about death, Danny. Yeah, specifically, um, how, we're, how do you think Christians ought to handle um, the death of someone that is a friend, but is someone that... Uh, they don't truly know about their uh, eternal security um, because what we've talked about multiple times is uh, there's a lot of ideas that um, every time we hear of someone passing away the first reaction we want to say is give this hope of like we'll see them again um, does that do more damage do you think or does that do more provide more hope for someone that we don't know if that's true and, and we say those things words to like obviously family and like other friends who are going through the same um grief or lost right yeah just want to keep this pleat i don't know <laughs> flies <laughs> um you know what i think that if we it's a great question because i think that's something that we deal with uh probably not us as, indivi as individuals on a daily basis but like that people around the world on a daily basis deal mm -hmm. with lost and um, grieve and um, precisely targeting that same uh, um, process of loss and, and grief how you just describe it right um, giving some sort of hope yeah and from the Christian perspective because we can talk about the Christian perspective um, I think if someone doesn't if someone is not sure about and uh, and we talked about this that ultimately like are any of us like completely sure about the other person yeah um i wouldn't say 100 percent that none I, I wouldn't say that let me re let me rephrase that i wouldn't say that we can't say i'm 100 percent sure yeah of anyone but we can say that we not even of each other yeah right yeah yeah but i would say According to the fruits that I see in Louis' life, you know, this is what I, I believe that he he embraced and the fruits that he showed that I've seen from the outside. Because ultimately, I can't see your 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 mm -hmm. you know the full extent the full extent of your heart. Um, only God sees that. But um, I think it would be false bringing false hope to someone that you don't know. That's the first scenario, right? Like, if you don't know that person, and you bring this hope that to this uh, to the families and friends of like, you know, yeah, 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 they they you 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 for sure see them again. First of all, first, do you know the person that you're talking to? And second, mm -hmm. do you know the person that you're talking about? Right? Mm -hmm. um, do you can you attest to their lives? Can you attest of the fruits of their lives of righteousness? Can you attest that they live a life for Christ? Can you attest that they I live a life of repentance, right? And turning away from sin to live for Christ. Uh, 
can you attest that they are born again? Um, and and sometimes that's harder <laughs> than than yeah. than uh, than, uh, than being able to come up with I know um, on, on an alternative. Or oh, man, speaking in tongues again. <laughs> to come up with an alternative. Yeah. Still said it bad, but you you <laughs> get what I'm saying. Um, so it would be. I would say I would say if if you don't always have to to mourn with people, you don't always have to bring them bring that per, those those persons who are mourning, you know, some sort of hope, um, so that they can feel good yeah. about how they're what what they're going through. Um, sometimes mourning means just being there with mm -hmm. someone and uh, being there through their difficult process and and moment and season. Um, and serve them the best way um, you can and mourn with them sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to always say something hopeful mm -hmm. uh, to make somebody feel good now we're not we're not we tend to think we're the savior right yeah like we got to save them from this heartache yeah, yeah, yeah. we have it's to say we have to say something to be able to get them out of that pit mm -hmm. as soon as possible mm. right And it's far from reality and, and truth yeah. to do that. Um, now, if the scenario is someone that I know um, that by the fruits that that person gave, gave and lived out um, and that person passes and it's the fruits I'm talking about, you know, someone who professed to live for Christ and that's how they portray their lives right mm -hmm. and that's the fruits that we were able to see um and enjoy uh, uh, uh somehow some way then that's different yeah that's different I, i would say that's different i would say um because at least it gives me the hope that this person who professed christ who not only professed christ but but live in a way that went along with that profession of, mm -hmm. of being in Christ uh, and embracing Christ gives me the hope that this person knew Christ and that this person that passed um, that only knew Christ but Christ knows him or mm -hmm. her um, and gives me the hope that this person is with Christ uh, and that if we who know this person live according to our profession and the affections of our heart go according to our profession then it gives me the hope and not only the hope but the assurance that um we will see this person again yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah. um but i think you can do a better job than me at explaining this go ahead brother no. <laughs> <laughs> well i think uh the only thing i would add is something that um that you shared with me that I think will linger with me for the rest of my life um, is that when we get to heaven, we're going to be surprised um, by the amount of people that are there that we would be like, whoa, I would have never guessed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then on the opposite. Um, and prayerfully, we don't remember that, right? Because that's, yeah. that's torment to the soul. The amount of people that we think here on earth, whoa, they, they're there for sure and, yeah. and they're not. Um, and that biblical reference for that is uh, what Jesus says in Matthew 7, right? Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied in your name and cast out devils and done yeah. many wonderful works? 
And what does he say? I will profess unto you, I never knew and you. Yeah, and, and those are <laughs> sc- scary words, scary to, words hear. to hear. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but also like, um, I'm not sure how it's gonna play out. Obviously, because we're not in heaven, and mm-hmm. we. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, concerning that of like knowing who's there and also like knowing who's not there. I believe that to that promise of um there will be no there will be no no death or mourning right and uh on uh on that side of eternity I think to that promise is attached also that part of like um we will be so 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 into the glory of God that um that part of mourning for those who are not there we I don't think we will even have a chance to reflect on that not even yeah. not not even i don't even think we, that we would be able to um i agree because at the end of the day like we talked before like um some of us receive um grace and mercy and others receive and the others who don't receive that special grace or mercy receive justice mm. um so at the end of the day I think this side of eternity limits us to like our attachments to you know families and friends who do not serve the Lord and we think about like if you die not serving if you die and not in the Lord I'm sorry <laughs> if you die not in the Lord then you will suffer eternal damnation and it it, it you know naturally moves us to that part of grief right like because we don't want we kind of like don't want that for end for I was going to say for anyone, we don't want that for the people that we care for. Yeah. If, if we're honest, mm-hmm. right? We don't think about everyone. We think about the people that we care for, that we hold tight to our That's true. to our circle, right? Um, but at the end of the day, if that was, if that was, if, if justice were to be brought to even the people that we hold dear to our circle, and God showed some of us mercy and grace. I think in eternity, when 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 we're able to see things not through a dim glass, <laughs> we'll be able to see the justice of God, even in even in even in the damnation of of those who are receiving justice. Mm-hmm. That, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I think that ought to bring this urgency in sharing the gospel with those you love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reminded of Abraham uh, speaking to the angels of God uh, on behalf of Lot, and I think that should be our default position as believers yeah um pleading with god god please you know save this person save this person Mm -hmm. and it's this pleading right where he starts off by saying if there are 50 if there are 45 Mm -hmm. if there are 40 if there are 35 if there are 30 and god being patient with him right um it is that same god that hears our prayers uh when we pray for those that we love but also when we reach out to those that we love and say, man, mm-hmm. put your faith and hope in Jesus, um, repent of your sins. Um, that should breed forth that because I don't know about you, Danny, but well, I do know. Um, <laughs> I don't, I know that none of us wants to ever go to a funeral where we know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And this person was just so hard hearted, uh, hard hearted to the, to the gospel. Um, that would be a sad funeral to go to. Yeah. Um, because there would be no hope. And like you said, like, and as we think, I mean, 
by the time that we're recording this, Chicago has had two of the, at least in my history here in Chicago, two of the like most violent weekends mm. uh, in the history of me being here in Chicago. I've been here for six years. Uh, and I think last weekend, the, the Father's Day weekend, it was uh, 102 shootings that were recorded, mm. I think, around the city. And out of those 102, I could be missing some, you know, stats here, but like, I think um, 14 people were shot. I mean, were uh, died, and out of those 14, I think I'm not sure if it was five or some uh, one of the, around there, one of the single digits that um, it was uh, um, kids. Mm-hmm that that got hit by a straight bullet or something um so like you say the urgency of preaching the gospel especially living here in cities like in, in a city like chicago yeah the urgency of preaching the gospel um should have that that uh, you know that uh, that forefront in our lives to i think it was francis something that said like preach the gospel and if necessary, always preach the gospel if necessary, use words. St. Francis of Assisi, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, personally, that, that he's dead wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, feed the home, <laughs> feed the hungry. If necessary, use, use food. food. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Like, in a city like Chicago, <laughs> the whole world, preach the gospel. Not only with your the way you live but use words because people need to know and understand and not only understand but believe right mm-hmm. um, Romans 1 um, I believe it was verse 16 um, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for what mm. for salvation to everyone who believes so um Yes, live. We are called to live holy and blameless life, but at the same time, we're called to proclaim this beautiful gospel that has been entrusted to us, so that people may be saved. Um, yeah, and at the end of the day, we don't know who, who, who's going to be saved or not, right? Yeah. Um, but our command is not to figure out who's going to be saved or not. Our command is to preach the gospel, because it's the power of salvation. Um, and and I think to the original question about death we should we should um, preach the gospel so that at the end of the day we may live lives in where we're able to testify to one another and to um, the people that we live life with, because to, let's be honest, we don't live life with the whole world. We live, you know, we live life with a group of people that are somehow, some way connected to our lives. So the people that we live life with, um, we may be sure. Hey, I preach. I I I I did my best to preach the gospel mm. in words and action to this peop to this person. Um, and these are the fruits that I can reflect upon the, this person's life, and and to not and for us to not give us ourselves false hope, and give other people, as well, false hope and assurance. Yeah. 
um, we should be careful. I think we're finishing with this, but we should be careful with every words that come out of our mouth. And that includes giving false hope mm. and assurance just because you don't want to hurt other people's feelings. That's why sometimes it's better to not say anything than to say something. Yeah. And like I said at the beginning, mourning doesn't mean that you have to, like you said, you have to be the savior of the situation to make people feel good. Mm-hmm. Mourning means that you could, you, you, mourning means or it could mean that, that you ju- are just there for someone. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else? Uh, that's it. That's good enough for me. This was a <laughs> unprepared, unscheduled, on time recording yeah. for Coramdeo Podcast. <laughs> this is one of your hosts, Danny Raus. And this is Louis Munoz. We're out. You guys have a great weekend. God bless.